Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, welcome to a special Dilly Ding Dilly Dong, the Leicester Mercury's Leicester City podcast. Uh, we're doing a little experiment today. We're going to be trying to do it on Facebook Live. And uh, um, shortly, I hope, my colleague... James Sharp, the Sharp End, will be joining me uh, on this little special broadcast and we'll carry on with the podcast in our usual fashion, but uh, obviously you'll be able to see us as well as hear us and our thoughts on the latest uh, events at the King Power Stadium. Now, this is a bit of a, an experiment, so please bear with us. Um, join with us now. Um, hopefully he'll be uh, on air with me now. Um, this is our experiment for... Uh, hey! Hello, how you doing? I'm good. I'm surprised this has worked. Yeah, well, I'm just explaining to anybody who's tuning in that uh, it's a little experiment today and we're going to try and, uh, and and do this when uh, when I'm in uh, Hong Kong uh, next week. There's a bit of a delay as well in, uh, in, in the, our conversation, so please bear with us. So, um, James, should we kick it off? Should we get going? Yes, why not? Okay, let's start with the latest um, transfer news that have, uh, has broken today. And uh, there's two departures uh, from Leicester City. Um, one permanent, one on loan. And they're not really surprises, are there, either of them? No, not really. Um, I touched the first one is Zila because he's the one that's permanent. Um, that's to be expected, really, isn't it? He came here and admitted when he first came in that he wasn't happy being a number two and wanted to challenge Kasper Schmeichel for game time and just never got a look in, really. Uh, Kasper was just too good. He got a bit of a chance when Kasper was injured through the season, but um, never really instilled that same kind of confidence and authority that Kasper had. I can't really remember him doing anything like wrong. He didn't really make many huge errors, but he didn't really have that belief in him like you would do with Kasper. Um, so it's not surprising that he's that he's gone. Um, Leicester have got a million pounds profit on him, which is a bonus, I suppose. Um, so we wish him well, and it now means that Leicester, I suppose, will look towards bringing in another goalkeeper. Yeah, and we believe that's going to be Hull City's Eldon Jakupovic. I hope I said that right. Jakupovic, uh, possibly uh, two million pounds has been uh, the, the price that's been. Uh, reported uh, elsewhere. We understand that uh, there is an interest in uh, Jakubovic uh, from City and we'll see what, what happens next. Now, he's the longest serving player at Hull City, but he's only made just over 50 appearances in that time. I think it's been over four or five seasons. Uh, so he's been a, a regular number two at the KCOM Stadium, uh, but he broke into the first team last season when Alan McGregor got injured. And uh, I think he's become a bit of a cult hero with the, the, the fans at uh, Hull City because of his uh, antics at times. So uh, he should be an interesting character if they do manage to land Jakupovic. Now, who was the, uh, the other departure today, James? Um, the young Polish uh, lad Bartosz Kaputska has joined, um, has gone on loan um, to a uh, German club, 
And I think it's good that for less of it, it's um, it's Freiburg, isn't it? Um, yeah, the Foxes. And, yes, the the, yeah, the Foxes as well. Yeah, hopefully he'll get some more game time for those Foxes than he did with us. Um, whenever I saw him play last season, he, he looked he looked okay, looked pretty good. I mean, I suppose the, the issue is he's a little bit lightweight for the Premier League, um, and he's still young. But I think a loan deal is good because it means that if he does perform there and does get some game time under his belt, that he's still an option then when he comes back at the end next season. But again, it's not really surprising, is it? He, did, he struggled to get into the side. And with people like Harvey Barnes making breakthroughs um, and Damari Gray wanting to play more, maybe even Tom Lawrence, depending on what his future lies, Shakespeare's got quite a lot of options in wide areas and, and those kind of positions. So I think it's a move that suits both parties again. Well, there was high hopes when he signed, wasn't there? We saw him make his debut against Barcelona in Stockholm uh, nearly a year ago. And uh, we thought this is a promising young player. He had a good ch- European Championships for Poland. and uh, But uh, it just never, he never appeared. We never saw him. He never got a chance at all, did he, under Ranieri? Ranieri must have seen him in training and thought, no, nah, he's not ready yet for this. And uh, so alone, perhaps it will do him great, a uh, great deal of good. I, I think another season playing development uh, squad football it's not going to benefit him having been an international. So uh, I think it's the best move for all parties. And uh, and we'll see what happens if he comes back with a bit of experience and, and he's ready for the demands of the Premier League. The Bundesliga is very similar in terms of its tempo. Um, you know, hopefully it will do him good and we'll uh, we'll have another decent player. Now let's just talk about um, some of the other transfer news uh, this week. We'll start with the one that I, I put online at lunchtime today. It's not so much a transfer news, but it's a contract story. Um, Leonardo Ujoa. Uh, he's been told by Leicester City that they want to keep him. There's a contract on the table, an offer for him. He wants to stay as well. Now, that is a remarkable transformation from six months ago, isn't it, James? Yeah, it is, yeah. I mean, six months ago, he vowed never to play for the club again, vowed never to pull the shirt on again because Ranieri had, or the club, and Ranieri had blocked a uh, move to Sunderland. He claims that that Ranieri said to him that if we get a bid of a certain amount for you, then we will let you go. And then that bid came in and they didn't let him go. So Leo um, got quite public with his toys out the pram. Uh, and you get a little bit justified, I suppose. Maybe we'll see the same thing with, with Riyadh at the end of the summer. Uh, mm. But no, it, it's good. I think clearly Shakespeare rates him. Clearly Shakespeare has a lot of faith in Leo. And I, I, think, I think I do as well, really. Every time I see... And come on, and he never really lets you down. He always gives you an extra dimension, and he always puts everything into it. Um, but if he is looking to sign a new contract, and uh, Vincent de Bore has come in, and he is a big target man who can play either a defensive or he can play as a second striker with Lijoa, him, and Slomani in the squad, that's quite a few big target men. Yeah, it raises doubts about Slomani's future, doesn't it? Uh, if Leo's there, we know Shaky likes Leo, and you know, Leicester fans will never forget some of the goals he scored. I mean, he caused an earthquake with one. And uh, I, th- I think you, you uh, suggested he had rather large testicles when he stood up and uh, scored that <laughs> penalty against West Ham United. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, he's in favour with uh, Shakespeare. And I think his uh, career could be rejuvenated under mm. under Shaky. But uh, it does certainly raise um, doubts over the future of Islam Slomani. Although... You know, I had a sit down with um, Shakespeare last week, along with several of the other uh, written media members, and um, he said they categorically had no offers from 
anywhere for, for his players at that time. Obviously, since then, we know that Zila and Kapuska have, have gone, but uh, certainly in terms of Slomani, he said that there'd been no interest registered in him. So we'll, we'll see what happens with, with him. I mean, a lot of uh, fans on here now are saying what's happening with Mares. Well, in terms of uh, pressing the nuclear option like, like Leo did, going public and handing in a written transfer request, Obviously, we know Riyadh has done something similar this summer. He's uh, declared he uh, he wants to leave the club. He hasn't put in a formal written transfer request yet because we asked Shakespeare about that on Friday, and that isn't the case. But um, the situation is pretty much as you were. Nobody's been in for him yet. I mean, I think the £50 million price tag's putting a few off, James. Yeah, and uh, I think if I were, if I were a betting man, um, I, I wouldn't be surprised... Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see him at Leicester City at the end of the window because I just don't really, I don't see where his options lie. Um, he's already said he, he says he wants to play Champions League football. He says he wants to stay in England. He just wants to go back to France, um, Barcelona, whatever, whatever the uh, spurious reports say. Barcelona do not want him and have never wanted him. So I don't really see any kind of outlet for him in, unless. Unless Leicester drop their asking price, or whether Arsenal seem like Arsenal comes in for him, but they're looking at other options now as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's there if he's there at the end of the summer. Um, which, how does that? I mean, we spoke to we asked some fans on social media yesterday how they would react to him and what rea- what reception they would give him if he um, if he was still a Leicester player, and most of them said that they would give him a positive reaction. Um, and would support him because of what he's done for the club, which, to be honest, I think that's quite that's quite lenient to the fans, isn't it? I mean, he's come out and said, "I don't want to be here. I don't really want to play for for you." Uh, I guess it all depends on how he um, how professional he is when when if or when he is selected. Well, he's over in Austria with the squad now, isn't he, in Velden? Uh, he uh, joined uh, training in, in Leicester before flying out with them. So uh, there's no issues with the uh, the lads. They've, uh, they'll welcome him back in and it's not a problem. They understand his situation, I'm told. So uh, you know, we'll see what happens with him. Um, it's interesting, though, these valuations. Because I mean, we saw another example uh, with Gilfie Sigurdsson. Uh, news broke that um, Leicester, several weeks ago, this offer went in, putting an offer £40 million, pounds, a club record fee. Forty million pounds, which was rejected by Swansea. Uh, for what we understand, Everton have since been in with a thirty million pound offer for Sigurdsson, and Swansea are going. Well, why are we going to accept thirty when we've just rejected forty from Leicester City, and they want closer to fifty to, to even discuss Sigurdsson's future? I mean, it's we're talking big money this summer, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, it's getting it is getting ridiculous. Um, but then I think some fans will say, well. If you get, if you're paying forty, what's an extra ten million pounds when you've got a TV deal that's worth eight billion? Um, I mean, he's clearly worth that to Swansea in the sense that had he not scored all the scored the goals and made the assists for them last season, would they still be a Premier League side? And the amount of money that that brings you, um, they would argue that well, to us, he's worth fifty million pounds because of what he brings us and what he's he's kept us in this division. So if you're going to pay that. You can, if you want him, you're going to have to pay that kind of money. It, it is all getting ri- ridiculous. I mean, I can think back to times when Leicester signed Matt Mills for £5 million and that was a, an incredible amount of money. Even when they signed Ujoa, when in the first season back in the Premier League, I remember reading when 
saying that you were buying for eight rising to ten. That was a ridiculous amount of money. And now Leicester are bidding forty million pounds for a footballer. Mm. Um, it, I mean, people people say that Leicester's fairy like fairy tale and dream is over. But if that's if that's the case, then clearly it is still still crazy. But it, I know you did a piece on it in today's paper in the case, in saying how long can this bubble keep expanding until it bursts because the, the TV deal is only for a certain amount of time. More people are streaming matches and not watching them. Can this carry on going? Well, that's it. I mean, the viewing figures uh, for the conventional way of uh, watching football is down 16% on subscriptions. So, uh, you know, I think the uh, TV companies are looking at it now and realising that, you know, you can't treat, keep treating uh, football fans as cash cows as the golden goose because, Sooner or later, they're going to get fed up and they are getting fed up and they're going to illegal streaming now instead. And, you know, when it's going to be interesting in a few years' time when they, this, uh, these contracts are up for the renegotiation and uh, what sort of offers the Premier League get then. And Because uh, clubs will have players on massive contracts. I mean, they're, they're offering four or five-year uh, contracts now and the money, um, obviously, City have got a couple of players on 100 grand a week, but you're talking £300,000 a week at likes of Man United. So... Uh, you know, it's getting uh, the balloon is expanding, expanding, and it's not going to take much for it to pop. But we'll see how it goes. Let's talk about let's talk about uh, Kelechi Iheanacho. Now he's the one that everybody's waiting for news on. Um, see the down here. Yeah, we, we're waiting for news as well. But we're um, we understand that uh, the fee's been agreed with Man City. The deal's there to be done, but there's problems with his representatives, and that's why. Um, there's a few issues uh, that are holding things up with Kelechi coming to to Leicester City. Um, from, there's been reports in Ghana today that it's a legal case, a legal tussle over his image rights between his old uh, agents and his new agents who are UK-based. So um, hopefully that'll get sorted and uh, City can get their man sooner rather than later because he, he looks quite a player, doesn't he, James? Uh, yeah, he does. I mean, he um, he he boasts the best goal to minute ratio of any player to have scored more than ten goals in the Premier League. Um, for someone that is mainly comes off the bench and plays minutes here and there, uh, so he's a signing that from, as a as a fan excites me um, because he's hugely high, he's hugely rated, and if it weren't for the likes of Aguero and and Jesus at Man City, you'd expect him to to play a little bit more. Um, interesting to think about where he might fit, um, whether he'd be able to play alongside Vardy. Um, they're both quite they're both quick, nippy strikers. Could they play in a two? Would they be making similar runs, or would Inacho kind of drop a little bit deeper and play in a secondary striker role, which he has played for Man City before? But his goal record um, excites me as a, as, a, as a fan and also. Someone who's going to be watching the football club. Um, the only question there is: is his goal ratio so good because he has the likes of Kevin De Bruyne and David Silva slipping balls in to him right left and centre? Um, can he do the same uh, with players who are not quite as technically um, gifted? I'd like to see him in. I'm, I, I'm excited to see him in, and if they do bring him in, um, I'm, I'm happy with the. I'm happy with the. The deal so far. Harry Maguire, young English centre back, lots and lots of potential. Real big, strong unit. Um, Abora, a, 
Leicester have raided Sevilla for their captain and brought him to the club. That's a huge coup and a player that can bring a lot of experience and doggedness to the team. And then someone like Ian Acho, who's who's got a proven goal record in the Premier League, despite having not played that that, that many minutes. A borer, £12 million, looks an absolute bargain when we're talking about some of the uh, figures that have been bandied around in the last couple of days, isn't he? Yeah, he does, yeah. Um, I mean, he's an absolute unit. I remember seeing him when Leicester played them. He's a big, strong lad um, and will give them real grit in the middle of midfield. And I think um, I think Shakespeare likes the fact that he's really versatile in the sense that he can play in defensive midfield and as that second striker role. Uh, because that's kind of an area that Leicester are looking at, as we know, with the race with Sigurdsson. They're looking for that second striker, number 10 role, to help ease the burden on Shinji. So it, it only comes off every every 60 minutes. Uh, but no, I'm happy with that. I think it's really good. Um, so hopefully they can bring in Acho in and, and maybe another defender. Yeah, another centre-half possibly. That uh, could be uh, on the agenda. Um, you know, and, uh, as we've been discussing with the... Uh, the approach for Stigurs, and they're looking for somebody who can play in that 10 role. So uh, we'll see what, what happens. There's still a long, long way to go in this, this window. I mean, there's over £500 million pounds been spent in the Premier League already. In the, you know, we're still talking you know, a couple of months uh, of the window opened nearly. Um, but it's all going to get very interesting, isn't it? I mean, I, mean, I know the players are now in uh, Austria with their training camp um, uh, ahead of next week going to Hong Kong. But then we're going to get some football again, aren't we, James? They've got couple of games in Hong Kong next week before five friendlies back on these shores. Yes, and uh, I'm, I'm for, for once I'm quite pleased actually that it's um, that apart from obviously the, the Hong Kong trip, I'm quite pleased that the the meat of the pre-season tour is is how it used to be against lower against lower league sides give you a bit of tough run out and it's not going to be and it's not jumping around from country to country with lots of media duties here there and everywhere seeing Will Ferrell and doing all these kind of things because as, as wonderful as that was last season as as great as it was to celebrate the fact that Leicester were champions I can't I, it didn't really it wasn't really the, the, the perfect preparation for a tough Premier League campaign and I think going back to not the most glamorous ties of going to Luton and MK Dons and the like, but it will, those kind of games will be able to give Craig Shakespeare the best possible um, view of which players, uh, which players are looking good, where they could fit in, what is going to be, what's his strongest side going to be, and which players he might be looking to move on. I think that's going to be um, easier to do for him this season than it was last season with all the glitz and glam of the Champions Cup. There's been a few interesting uh, videos coming out of Austria, hasn't there? Particularly involving Mark Albright, and he looks like he started pre-season sharply. Yeah, exactly. Like, who needs who needs Mares to score these goals when Mark Albrighton's uh, banging him in with the outside of his right boot? They're, they're looking sharp. I know he's I know he's only two clips of two goals, but the way he knocked the ball past Christian Fuchs and bent into the top corner was was excellent, and the look on. Fuchs's face where he just hangs his head realise he's been completely done by Mark Albrighton um, uh, it's good uh, and if you haven't seen them they're on the, the club's Twitter feed and he's another player that is looking to build on what's really a strong campaign for him Well it's hot in Austria but uh, it's going to get even hotter when they land in Hong Kong next week now I'm travelling out as well for those games so I'll uh, have to get the old factor 30 for my bold bonds 
and stay out of the uh, the baking hot sun whilst I'm out there. Although he's probably forecast for thunder and lightning whilst I'm out there. But uh, and that's when it's going to get interesting. So. Um, well, thank you for joining us on this uh, special experimental Dilly Ding Dilly Dong here on Facebook Live. And we'll be doing this again next week when I'm out there in Hong Kong. And uh, and if it works, we'll carry on doing it. Uh, but to keep checking back on the Mercury uh, website and on our Facebook page for all the breaking news, all the transfer stories coming out of the King Power Stadium. Thanks, James. Cheerio, Rob. Ta-ra.